Welcome back to the Papa Gift Show, where we are talking leadership and life lessons learned with our wonderful guest and you. So make sure you turn on the notification bell so that you never miss an episode. Let's get it. Check, reload, player. Switch always do that, man. It's been doing that for like the last little bit too. It's like crazy. Either way, either way. Look, we are. If we're back, it's the twenty. No, I'm not doing any dates because uh, when I do dates, that means that I have to <laughs> release it on the same. <laughs> <laughs> it's Tuesday. Huh. It's Tuesday, and it's and it's a wonderful day. Uh, I, I call this Thoughtful Tuesday, man. You got it. What, what are some things? There we go. We are up. Yes. Um, what are some things that you're thoughtful for, man? And the the gentleman, the brother that I have with me today, man, the, these guys, him and his crew, but we're just going to talk about him. Um, man, they be doing some, some awesome stuff, man. Some stuff that make you think. And uh, let's see if I can get this thing to just show me all of my comments. Come on, work with me. Work with me. So you're getting it right. Yeah, man. You know, this is dope. I like the uh, you know how the backdrop is moving behind you and everything. That's that's smooth. I like. Yeah, that. yeah. So it's like you know, I'm. I tried to. Uh, my goal was one to help my soldiers out. Not okay. help. But they were like, oh, you got to do this because we got to be able to get in touch with you. And I'm just like, yeah. get in touch with me. I'm, <laughs> I'm retiring for a reason. Now nah, I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> but then I was that. like, how, how do you, how do I maximize? How do, um, how can I make this better? You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. the goal is to help people. So if I'm using this platform, you know, what can I do to actually help? That's so, real. There it goes. That's real. That's it. And so I just started, you know, checking out like people who I, w- I thought they was doing something like really nice and, uh, in the community. Um, if they were doing something positive, I'm like, man, let me let me um, let me put you out there. OK. In a good, in a good way. <laughs> no, facts, facts. Good exposure. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Let me put you out there. No, no, I don't want to just put you out there. I want, <laughs> I want to help you get out there and shine on whatever it is you're doing. Hence the reason why, like, um, we were talking, we were talking about the um, the Dream Center. They showed up. Boom! Yeah. Look at that. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I still okay. gotta check out at the Dream Center, man. I haven't, I haven't. Uh made my way down that way yet but i definitely have to tap in see it in person fill it out in person look it's um man i'm telling you that's that's one of those places shout out to the dream center man they just got inspected today or yesterday and um so we what we do is we give we uh provide subsistence so that's food 
uh, clothing and other things, right? Uh, to the the people who life have hit hard. And I don't want to say less fortunate because some people might pull up in a Mercedes or a BMW, but what you don't know because you're just looking at what they're pulling up in is life hit them. You know what I mean? And and they may be living out of that BMW or that Mercedes. Yeah. So um, you know, we it's I love it because it's kind of like the uh what's that planet fitness, the, the judgment free zone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> free zone. Come yeah, as you literally come as you are, man. Don't worry yeah. about ain't nobody here to judge you. Come if you need help, come down here. Um, they pray for people. Um, first Saturday. Look, I'm doing a whole advertising for these junkies, man. Cause I love them. That's why. Um, on first Saturdays, what they do is they'll give um they do uh it's like a massive block party. So they go out into a community and they'll do like um where they cut the yard. I forget the, the phrase for it. Adopt the block. So they'll do adopt the block. Um, they'll, they'll go down into, so some people in some communities can't make it out to the Dream Center. So yeah. they take a, a mobile unit and they'll go out to that um, that or that community and they'll set up shop and they'll get food and clothing out there as well. So, um, and- You it, said it's called adopt, adopt a block? Mm-hmm. That's dope. So That's they'll, dope. They'll, they pack up the lawnmowers, the, the all the stuff, they, they clean up, they cut the yard, uh, you'll be amazed some people when you when they pull up into your uh your yard when you pull up into their yard they be like no nah, i don't want none of that <laughs> <laughs> i want my yard cut <laughs> it's free it's free it's free i don't want none of that jesus stuff what you trying to give me like, it's free man we love you it's your hope you, brother it's your hope <laughs> nah, that's but anyways, man, look, we opening up doing advertisements like crazy. Um, <laughs> look, this is my guest, my brother. Um, I don't want to get too much into it because the difference between this show and a lot of other shows is that, man, I like I like for you to, to tell us about you. Um, yeah. I hate to mess people's names up, too. So, you know, that's one of the reasons why I do it like that, because there's some people yeah. who I just can't say their name. And I, and I grew up where people was chopping my name up. And I'm like, how you mess up my name, man? It's Gifford. How you get Clifford, Griffin, Clifford? I'm like, yeah. Just say no. Nah, def- I, I definitely felt that growing up, man. The uh, the name butchering and butchering. Yeah, yeah that was definitely <laughs> a, a daily thing for me, especially when I was in school. So, okay. yeah, that's what's sure. up, man. Uh, before we go into the show, uh, big what's shout up? out to my sponsors, big sponsors. Uh, we got the Jewel Junkie, uh, where they add style to your smile, $5 at a time. Go on over there. You can look like a million bucks without breaking the bank. And also Jericho, the brand, which you will see that we're both rocking some Jericho. Yeah, for some sure. Jericho. Yes, Putting man. Off. Yes. Putting on. Yes, man. Look, uh, Jericho, man, it's, it's, it's a mindset, right? Mm. Know your dream, chase it, and make it happen. Mm. So getting that out there now we about to get into the meat and potatoes of the show let's dive deep brother let's dive man all right so who are you where are you from and what do you do so i am hero single terry um i also go by the dopest creator and entrepreneur in the entire universe also the righteous dope dealer but I'm originally from Charleston, South Carolina. Some people don't know King Street, South Carolina, so I just let them know Charleston, South Carolina. Um, And what I do ultimately, man, for me, my goal with everything that I do is really to touch the people, to really reach the people. So I do a variety of things because God has ultimately gifted me with 
the power to understand business, but also really, really understand creativity as well. So really one thing that I do is really bridge those two worlds between creatives and entrepreneurs, because being a creative and also being an entrepreneur, I have relationships with both individuals that, you know, in those worlds. Yeah. And most creators just see themselves as artists. They don't see themselves as a business. Right. And a lot of business owners just see themselves as I do business, but you're also an artist because really to me, everything is art. So along with that, just really being able to reach the people, man, help people identify their dopeness and spread okay. it to the world. So that's where the righteous dope dealer came from. Okay. Um, really to play on people's mind, but also just to know like, you know, your dopeness matter. So let the world feel it, let the world see it, let the world experience it. That's what's up. Yes. So look, I heard about you before I got a chance to meet you. And then so we met at a vending event, right? Facts. Yeah. And, uh, and I was like, they kept saying, did you get your card? Did you get your card? And I'm like, no, man, we we exchanged mm -hmm. numbers. And so, but did you get your uh, your motivation card? So gold card. your gold card. Tell us yeah. about the gold card, bro. Explain now, that. I wish I had one right near me, but it's, it's, it's cool. But uh, so the gold card, it's actually gold, but it's a gold, like G-O-A-L. And what a gold card is, it's one of those things where it has a date. And with that date, you have the ability to write your goal on it. And whenever you write your goal, you want to always say, I'm so happy and grateful now. You want to be in the present tense whenever you speak your goals, because honestly, the mind is unable to tell the difference between truth and a lie. So a gold card allows you to be able to live in that present state of whatever your goal may be, even if you feel as if you don't have it right now. But in reality, once you speak it, you bring it into this room. Um, but one of my one of my mentors, man, I'm not sure if y'all heard of a guy named David Umanitie or Bob Proctor. So there are actually some individuals that has provided some insights and provided some awareness. But with a gold card, I give it to people because I know that everybody has a dream. But sometimes we can forget about it. So when you write your goal and write your dream on that paper, on that on that card, every time you touch it, every time you pick it up, every time you think about it, I want you to speak it. Because the more that you speak it, the more that you believe in it. They say faith comes by hearing. So the more that you speak that goal, the more that you speak that goal and really start to embody that goal inside of you, you start to become that. Because as human beings, you know, you be. So you start to truly become what you put on that paper. So... I always hand it to people when I tell them to dream big because your mind is going to try to tell you, well, how are you going to do that when you don't have this? But one thing that I can honestly say that I've realized, man, is when you have vision, people, vision is more powerful than money. Vision gives you access to resources. Come on, man. Vision allows the people with the money to give it to you because they can see it. So that's what that gold card is all about, man, to, to inspire people to keep dreaming to keep going big, to keep living, because if you got breath in your body, you got purpose. That's right. So so you hit on something. You said that uh, um, without, you said a vision. With a vision, you can do certain things, right? You can enter into certain places. Um, you, you said a lot, actually. You, <laughs> you said a lot that will preach, bro. I mean, like, mm -hmm. legit. Um, so I know that you, you do some teaching on the side along with your just your entrepreneur stuff you guys do a bible study and stuff right. like that as well right so tell us about that and you know if, if it's something that's open to others um because yeah. i don't want to start getting into a whole bunch of the stuff because i want to talk about you and you know i want to i want to get into my hot horse and, and start 
I, I'm long-winded. <laughs> no, nah, you, you good, bro. You good, you good, you, you good. But yeah, as far as when it comes down to the Bible study, that's one of the components that we have that is open to the public. And I know we haven't mentioned the tribe, but I definitely got to, you know, shout out the tribe. That's right. Tribe. And it stands for defeating adversity while transforming regular individuals beyond expectation. And whenever you hear about a tribe, when you think about a tribe, it's not just one person. You know what I'm saying? It's really a community. It's a collective. It's a and really, when I envision a tribe, I see it as a global thing. Like, yeah. right now, we're really expanding to where having, like, tribe chapters and, like, play, like different people in different places of the world that can duplicate our infrastructure of what we've been able to build here. But the Bible study is every Wednesday at 8.45 p.m. And we do it for about an hour and some change, but it's very, very fruitful, man, because I've just realized, especially this year, the power of collaboration, the power of community, and the power of really having people around you that can sharpen you. Because if it's just you, I feel like it's important to have that self-time because that's when you can develop. But I feel too much of that can sometimes become toxic, you know? And I'm a type of person where I actually enjoy being dolo. But I also understand that my purpose is to be able to touch the people, to be able to build right. community because, man, I talk to people every day and what they feel they're missing is that community, people around them that speak life into them. And I tell people often, I'm like, yo, you're either around people that speak in life into you or they speak in death into your life. That's right. And you have to be mindful of that because sometimes people do it from an unconscious standpoint. They're not That's doing right. it because they really just don't believe you can do it, but they don't believe they can do it. So they project their fears and their doubt and their disbelief onto you. Come so on, I'm man. very mindful of who I surround myself with. I'm very mindful of who I communicate with. And that doesn't mean I'm better than anybody, but I also know that like the spirit is sensitive. The soul, the mind and all of that is sensitive. So you listen to something long enough, you start to again become it. Because what entertains you, train you. So That's the right. Bible studies, man, is every Wednesday at 845. <laughs> uh, Eastern Standard Time PM and we go for about an hour and it's open to it's open to any and everybody. And and I'm not a preacher. None of my brothers aren't preachers. So it's one of those spaces where everybody voice matters. Yeah. Everybody voice matters. And the biggest thing is come with respect. Not everybody's gonna view things the exact same way. And that's a hell to me that's healthy. I feel it's healthy whenever we can see things from a different point of view, but it's even healthier when I can see it this way, you see it this way, and we can have a healthy exchange. That's because right. that allows us to now become sharper on why we view what we view. But if I'm always around people that agree with what I'm doing, how am I really getting better? Right. How am I really sharpening myself? So for me personally, I don't like to argue, but I love to have healthy exchanges, as some would call debates. Yeah, I love to have healthy exchanges. But on the call, you know, it's usually pretty chill. Um, but it's every every Wednesday at 845, man. Definitely, I would say tap in. Yeah. Definitely tap in. That's good. Look, we got uh, Jericho the brand said, let's go. Uh, Jewel Junkie said, what's popping? Papa Giff and guests love the whole vibe, sir. And vision is more powerful than money. Whoa, that's good. That is good. Love. That's good. Love. Bro, love. That's, that's what I'm talking about. So you, man, you preaching on this thing. You might as well just, you could just have a Bible study right now. <laughs> 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 you you saying a lot of stuff, man, because the, the, the thing that a lot of people don't realize is that it says in the Bible that you don't, what you put into you don't defile you. It's what mm. comes out of you. Ooh, that's right. <laughs> it's what comes out of you. Yes, so what's coming out of you is what's, in, what's inside of here, your heart. And mm. so if all you know 
from your surroundings, like you said, that's what you're going to speak, right? And so if I'm just speaking this toxicity to people because that's all I know. All I know is that because of my ethnicity, because of my where I grew up, because of my parental background, because of mm-hmm. these things, I'm only going to, I'm only, can, I can only be these things. Yeah. Right. And so when I see somebody that look like me, I'm going to say, oh, you can only do these things. Right. Instead of me saying, hey, no, you're more than a conqueror. You can do all things through Christ. Look, you you weren't put here to be a subpar individual. You were put here to excel. Right. You're supposed to be an image bearer. How can an image bearer be somebody walking around looking like, oh, what was me? I need your help. We're sons and daughters of the king. Right, man, so man. I'm just saying when you hit those things, well, I, I was excited. that's real. That's real. Nah, like what you're saying is definitely key. Having that victim mentality, you you, it's not it's impossible to be victorious with a victim mentality because you always feel that something outside of you is causing what's going on with you. Exactly. And that's one of those things where I had a conversation today. I remember growing up being a teenager, my mom used to always tell me like, yo, you got to start accepting responsibility. You got to take responsibility for your actions. You got to take responsibility right. for the things you're doing. And at that time, I just was like, oh, she don't understand me. She just don't get it. I'm that's a right. teenager. I'm in high school. But as I started to mature, I started to realize like, you know, definitely, of course, God plays a part in like our life. But what are we doing to get to where we are right now? Right. Because sometimes we expect like, oh, well, I'm in this difficult situation. God, bring me out. But what did I do to get there? And that's where that accountability comes in, where it's like, yo, well, I really haven't been the best manager of my time. I really haven't right. been the best manager of my money. So why would God give me more if I'm mismanaging what I currently have now? Come on, man. And that's Come one on. of those things where it just it comes down to being aware of where I really am. And for everybody to take note, like, where am I right now? Yeah. Who am I right now? And like you said earlier, um, you were speaking about the advertisements going in the back. You were asking yourself, how can I make this better? That's just, for me, that's my pursuit. Like, I'm grateful that God gives me the opportunity to even be, and appreciate you, bro. I didn't even say, bro, appreciate you for this opportunity. Hey, man. Like, for real, for real. I'm, a, I'm, I'm super grateful for that. So I definitely want to send love and just my appreciation. Um, but I'm grateful that, you know, God even let on your heart to allow me to speak on this platform because I always tell people, I feel like our story can be a band-aid for somebody else. That's right. So why keep it to ourselves? That's right. So yeah, man, it's, yeah, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Look, so, I mean, you've already hit on some of them, but based on what you told us, man, what, what's, what passions, what um, factors, um, help lead you to become an entrepreneur and and like refocus yourself to the path that you're on right now? That's a great question. So, I mean, honestly, for me, man, growing up, I seen entrepreneurs, not all legal entrepreneurs, though. Right, right. Um, so I remember, you know, walking into my grandma's house, anyways, walking into my grandma's house and seeing like weed, coke, crack. I remember like walking in and seeing these like different substances on the table. And just different experiences that I experienced. But for me, I always was around people getting money. But I started out selling candy in the sixth grade. So for me, I was the closest out of all my friends. This was back in King Street. I was the closest out of all my friends to like the stores, family dollars. Because it's in my country. 
it's in my country location, but I was closer to the Family Dollars, the IGA and everything like that. So I would go and buy Snickers, the little fun size, Snickers, Reese's, Baby Roofs, the whole nine. And I knew I would spend $1 on that pack and make two. Okay. So every day I'm coming home with like $20. <laughs> I wish at that time I had a better understanding of like really saving, but right. I also was in an environment where the mentality around money was it's meant for bills. Or when you get it, it's meant to be spent. Right. You go get the flyest car, you get the flyest clothes. So that was kind of like my mentality unconsciously, but I'm in that environment. So right. it just kind of was what it was. But my mom, she also, she, uh, she was in nursing school, but she started doing Mary Kay when I was in like fifth or sixth grade. And I didn't really understood or understand that it was entrepreneurship. I just knew she had meetings at the house um, and she would go to different conferences. And that's really what it's, that's really what sparked my entrepreneurship bug, man. Just being around it, understand I was around people that was just getting money. And that was sort of the mentality. And I started cutting hair when I was in high school, my 10th grade year. And, you know, ever since then, man, it's been a journey. And I would not say that this entrepreneur journey has been easy. Right. I think at times we could look at social media and, you know, of course we post the highlights, but we don't really, everybody's not posting what the behind the scenes look right. like. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And um, for me, it's definitely been a journey. It's definitely been a journey. And I'm grateful for it though, because what it's allowed me to do is to really have a, a mindset of resilience. And I have a, a, a mentality that I live by. It's called NEGU. My well, you know, it's NEGU, NEGU payroll, but it actually stands for never ever give up. Okay. So it's never ever give up payroll, and that's that's really what I live by, man. That's really what I live by, and really, yeah. You asked about entrepreneurship, but man, entrepreneurship is just the vessel that God is using through me to use me. Look, so it's um, I would say it's 2023, so. I'll say about 50, 50 years ago. So within our generation, parents' generation, maybe grandparents, it was more common for families to start businesses. Mm. I did not know that. Yeah, it was more common. And what happened was education mm. system. So what happened during that time frame? You had the industrial revolution and all that crazy stuff that came in. So they needed to get people in the factories and yeah. then work for these companies. And so how do we get people to do that? We got to train them. We got to train, change the mindset of I'm training you up to go work in a factory. Yeah. Versus, <laughs> I mean, look, think about it. Like how many back in the day it was mom and pop shops. You go to small towns, small cities, you see more mom and pop shops, right? And then yeah. those the cities, they don't have the big factory industrial areas. Yeah, that's real. And so we, what we do, <laughs> they changed our mindset, right? Yeah. And so think about it now. What did they do in the in the process of changing the mindset? And I'm not saying our as in like any type of. They changed the American mindset. They yeah. changed it. And what they did was they changed you from being able to think outside of the box and think like a business person. How am I going to make my family better? How can I create? In the Bible, it says you're supposed to leave for your children's children's inheritance, right? Yep. So now you're going from thinking about creating and creating that platform and building that to saying, I'm going to go and work real hard for this 
person and I'm going to mm. build their organization so yeah. that in, they can cut what they're giving me right now and have and I'm supposed to live on off of that <laughs> and depend on social security. No, that's not the way it was supposed to happen, man. So nah. we really, really, they got to bring back stuff like shop, you know, mm. bring back stuff like stuff that you know, everybody don't think the same way. Some people are designed for that academic and nothing wrong with it. I'm going for my work. I'm halfway through my doctorate right now. Congrats, bro. Thank you. But yes. you asked me 10 years ago, five years ago, <laughs> I'm not doing no <laughs> master's. I'm not doing no doctorate. That That's for the birds. I wasn't about that life. I wanted to do like, I wanted to go and do stuff for mechanics because I love you know, building and taking apart and stuff like that. Um, yeah. But just my 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 pops passed while he was on active duty, and there was just things that he didn't get to finish. I didn't want to be a lawyer. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> he wanted to yeah. be a lawyer, open up his own law firm. Him, and my sister was gonna run that thing. I don't know. Maybe I would have been like a janitor or something in there. You know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I help out the family. However, you best know, best janitor is the best janitor there is. That's right. I'm gonna I'm do it as if I'm doing it unto the Lord. But uh, sure. you know, I was I was I was like, you know what? I don't want to do that. I thought about juris doctorate, but I'm like, I'm not trying to litigate. I mean, it's good to know that stuff, but if you don't have a passion for it, then that's not where it's at. And so, what's the closest thing that I could think of that was you know, in lines with me was, I said, I'll go for a doctor education because I love teaching. Mm-hmm. I love, you know, coaching, mentoring, and I'm a leader. And so yeah. as my podcast is leadership and life lessons. So, um, man, you know, eventually it'll be Dr. Papa gift. Yeah. <laughs> that is dope, man. That's dope. Let's see. Like so she got, uh, we got some, some, some notes. It says huge love to the entrepreneurs. Shout out to Mary Kay and Pampered Chef Moms. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, uh, all 100%. of those, man. All those people setting examples. I'm gonna say that, man. It's like it's really big. Big up to your moms, man. You made a post one day, uh, maybe about two weeks ago, or it was your mom who made a post, and it showed like generational. Like I think it was your grandma, your mom, you, and your baby, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Nah, my mom's made that post. I reshared it. Yeah, that's, that's that's dope, man. You. People don't understand the importance of the your representative role. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like you said, if if your mom didn't set that, because gifts, God plant gifts. When he creates you, he give us gifts. Right. right. The enemy's job is to contaminate that gift and make you use it for something else. So you hit it. You said entrepreneurs, you were surrounded by them. Drug dealers, pimps. All these people, man, gangbangers, they're all working in the gift just mm-hmm. for the wrong purpose. Man. And so my- there's, there's artists that I listen to and they were talking about, no, I don't want you to stop doing that. I just want you to do it for a different reason. Right? That's key. Yeah. On, that's man. key. My pastor, my pastor said that one day. Um, he was like, you know, the same gifts that you the same gifts that you use for the world, you can use for the kingdom. It just really goes back to again what you said, like who are you doing it for? That's right. Who are you doing it for? And that's that's important, bro. That's important. And it is touching on too, like, like my mom, honestly, she is definitely one of those I, I would say I got a lot of my ways of entrepreneurship and hustle from her. And I would say it's in the bloodline, but just like really seeing her, like being her seeing her be a single mom and go from Mary Kay to eventually having a trucking business 
to to owning real estate to owning rental cars while being a traveling nurse it's just one of those things where like seeing her ability to always evolve and that's a major part of entrepreneurship as well like being able to evolve not even entrepreneurship life being able to evolve being able to adjust to times i know one of the biggest adjustments i had to make was like whenever covid came it just was different for the world Right. Like, what we on right now, Zoom links? I was a part of a platform, and man, we was on Zoom doing calls every single day, exposing people right. to the opportunity. But at one point, we used to be in front of people's in their living room or just doing one-on-one sit-downs. But if you can't be in front of people, do you just not do the business anymore? Like, right. what do you do? But being able to think quick on your feet is definitely something that's key. And you also said about the school system. Like, for me, I wasn't the kid that was, like, super... I wasn't book smart. Right. I'll say that much. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I definitely wasn't book smart, but I always knew how to think. The world definitely tells us what to think versus right. how to think. And I believe right. a thinking human being is really the most powerful human being because if you have a problem, if you know how to think through that problem, you can mm-hmm. find a solution. So for me, that's more so how I learned how to use my mind young um, and not so much in the books. Not saying that I'm unable to, but it just wasn't my strong suit. So yeah. I salute you for even, you know what I mean, taking, just taking that leap to do that now. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Because some people feel like, well, uh, no. But right. the fact that you actually are doing that now, I salute for sure. I appreciate it. And, you know, we, um, uh-oh, she said hustle smart. That's right. Hustle smarter, not harder. Well, I like 50's book, man. That book was really good. That book's dope. Hustle yeah, harder, hustle smarter. So that, man, it, it, it hits on so many things. I like the way you put a lot of stuff. You always reference back to God, Bible, you know, and stuff like that. And that's so key, man. Um, in the Bible, it talks about a man who don't work, a man don't eat, right? You don't put your hand to the plow. You, you, yeah. you, you a man. Up. Yeah. If you don't work, you don't eat. Now, if you have good family, they're going to take care of you. They're going to, they going to, you know, make sure you at least eat. But the, the, the concept behind it is, it's going to be rough. It never said that it was going to be easy. I was talking to somebody this week and they were saying it was hard. And it's like mm-hmm. something that you said was if you put yourself in certain situations, you still got to work your way. It's like a let's do mathematically. If I work negative, if I work in a negative direction mm-hmm. and I and I still I see this right here, but I've gone all the way over here. I still got to cover all that distance that I went negative to get yep. back to the positive. And yep. it don't feel good because you're doing the same work that this person is doing and you don't feel like you're getting the results, but you are getting results. You just got to keep baby steps. It's baby steps. Yep. Keep moving. You know, uh, the one of the things for that I, I really try to hit on for Jericho is um, a gentleman stopped me and he said, Jericho, the walls fell. So what? I mean, what, what are you making happen? And I was like, that's right. <laughs> Exactly. But it didn't fall the first time they went. They actually mm-hmm. came back with a negative report. And so it was 80-20. 80% of the spies that went came back saying it was wonderful. It was great. Everything is lovely, just like God said it would be. However, <laughs> mm-hmm. however, there's giants. Yeah. 
Now, God told you that you it's yours. I'm giving it to you. Just go check it out. Scan it. Do the uh, the, the whole uh, scouting report. But you came back and said, we can't. And then you had 20%, the two people, Joshua and Caleb, I think it was, that said, yes, everything they said, well, we got this. God's on our side. Let's take it. And so because it was majority of the people went with the 80%, they had to walk around in the wilderness for 40 years. Come on, man. 40 years so that the unbelievers could die off. Dang. I already heard it. I don't even thought about it like that so that the unbelievers can die off. Wow. Nobody that, that took that negative, everybody that took that negative mm-hmm. report, they died in those 40 years. And then when, when when it was done and it was good, you had the whole new, the, the new breed came in and Moses was like, all right, Joshua, I'm nominating you because I can't go over into the promised land because of a mistake I made. <laughs> You're going to lead the children on over there. And yeah. Joshua was the one of the ones who came back with the positive report. And he mm. took them over there and they didn't take it by force. They took it through obedience and walking by faith. And so all you got to do is remember is that it don't look right. Can you imagine Jericho was impenetrable? It was a city on a hill. I can imagine the guards looking down, spitting on them as they walking around, people laughing at them as they walking around. Man, what do y'all think you're gonna do? Come on, man. Y'all don't even have any weapons. What are you gonna do? Right? <laughs> and then all of a sudden on the last day, they stopping, they blowing their horn, they shouting, and then the walls come down through obedience. Yeah. Right? Obedience. And so what you've been telling me and what you've been saying is really a lot of what I believe is just, you know what I'm saying? You know, if we align ourselves with the right people, align ourselves with the right people that are following God and they're doing those positive things and they're creating that community because that's what this is supposed to be. It's supposed mm-hmm. to be a community. We're supposed to be, the church is supposed to be a hospital for everything, everything. Whether you were hurt in another building that called themselves a church, you were hurt yeah. by a man, you were hurt by woman, you were hurt by mom, dad, siblings. You're supposed to be able to go to the church, get healed up, and then go in and be able to forgive because forgiveness is for you, not for that person. Factual. And, and, That's then, right and then we go out and we bring more people back to the hospital, heal them up, train them up, and send them back out, and we keep doing that. That's the church. That's, That's what we do, man. That's without That's getting so biblical and you know, oh, you gotta be able to, to quote all these scriptures. I can't quote a whole bunch of scriptures. I can tell me you either, bro. <laughs> <laughs> no, me either. What you said is keto, man, about forgiveness is it for the other person, it's for you. Um, it's it's really that's very important. That's very important because when we don't forgive, it's like I seen this video one time, this guy was holding on to a cup. And it was a cup of water. He was like, yo, do y'all think this hurt right now? It was like, no. So he held it up. He's like, what if I held it for a day? It was like, well, it might start hurting. What if I held it for a week? I'm pretty sure it'll be hurting. What if I held it for a month? Pretty sure it'll be hurting. It's like, in life at times, we hold on to things that at first are minor and are small. But the longer we hold on to it, the heavier it starts to become in our life. And now, if your hands are like this because you're holding on, how can you ever truly receive so being able to like release and let go is important. And I know for me, that's, that's a part of what really changed my life because growing up, I was I was angry. I was very, very angry. Like, and I really didn't understand why I was angry. Yeah. But when I was about 18, I really started to just kind of self-reflect. 
had a conversation with my pops. And before that conversation, I honestly accepted peace. Like, whether our, whether our relationship goes good or right. if it goes this way, like, I accepted peace because I felt for so long in my life, like, I was fighting. And it was more of an internal fight. And whenever I did that and whenever I had that conversation, it was, like, my understanding of, yo, it's okay to, at times, you might feel anger, but to just be angry is yeah. dangerous. Yeah. Because sometimes you might be in that emotion and act out of that emotion and now your life has changed forever. Mm. And I'm, of course, still, you know, God's still working on me, but I'm super, I'm definitely not who I was when it comes down to anger. And I, I learned to let things go because without letting things go, man, you start to feel so tight and so you know it's it's uncomfortable man it's uncomfortable so now just like now when i have conversations with people sometimes i'm able to feel that they're holding on to something that's right that's like i just can feel it discernment man yeah, yeah. And, I, and, and it's like oh like it's okay to let go like i had a conversation the other day it, it, it really got it was deep didn't even expect it to really turn out how it turned out but i just was like you know like it's okay to let go yeah. like whatever it is you feel like you gotta hold on to like this release and that comes down to that surrendering man and that's really why i feel where i'm at right now in my season and my walk with god just i'm an individual where of course striving to be in control of things like wanting to know i would say everything but if we knew everything what would be the point of faith but also me just realizing that that's me surrendering to god doesn't make me weak Right. It truly makes me strong. That's you know what I'm right. saying? Because when I can surrender to God, that means that I'm not fully in control of everything, but I still do have to accept what it is that I'm doing in my life. So it's, yeah, bro, that, that letting go is, it's, it's important, man. It's yeah, important. Right. Learning to give, learning to have those conversations. I had an exercise one time. I went to a conference and they were like, I want you to write on this sheet of paper, three people that you need to forgive. And on this break, go call them. It's powerful, bro. It was powerful, but you know what? That is crazy. It was powerful. Yeah, it was powerful. But the thing is, at that time in my life, I felt the only person I really needed to forgive was me. That's hey, because, that's that's big too. A lot of people don't. Yeah. A lot of people can't forgive them. They can't find how they're able to be forgiven. Hmm. You know what I mean? It's like they 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 could they could try, they think that, but they don't understand forgiveness. And so it's like, I've done too much, you know, whatever. No, man, no. It says the only time that you can't be forgiven is when you're under dirt. Mm. Right? Which leads me to this thing, right? You said something that was just really uh just it was good. Um when you hold on to that thing. It, be, it, it grows into something more. And so I'm actually doing a series on it right now. Um, it's called The Seeds of Bitterness, The Fruits of Bitterness, Root yeah. of Bitterness. And so when you're angry, it says in the Bible, be angry, but sin not. And so mm -hmm. that means like, and then it also tell you, um, don't go to sleep while you're angry, right? Yeah. And so being angry is human. It right. said, it said okay. this. It said this, God was angry and he repented that he made man. <laughs> yeah, so God got angry. If God could get angry and he made us in his image and his likeness, 
what makes you think that you're not going to get angry? So don't beat yourself up because you got angry. The thing right. is, when you get angry, deal with it. Okay, self-assess. Why am I angry? How am I going to deal with this situation? Is it me? Is it that person? Mm-hmm. And if it's even if it is that person, you can't change that person. Facts. So all I could do is pray about how I react to what caused this situation. Yeah. And so why is that important? Because if you don't take care of it, then you have that root that's in there. And and what's what's the key thing that when when a with a root, you don't see how far the root grown. All you do is see when it starts sprouting the fruit. Yep. Yeah. And so that thing could be so deep down inside of you and you snapping mm-hmm. on something that has nothing to do on what just happened. You snapping because of whatever that root of bitterness is on the inside of you. And so right. if you don't take care of it, there are physical manifestations as far as medical where mm-hmm. cancer, um, you know, stress, high blood pressure, all that stuff has been proven to come from being um, unforgiving and, and holding bitterness. That's so real. You gotta, you gotta let that stuff go. It's not just a spiritual warfare. Everything that happens happens in the spiritual realm first, and so the enemy tries to make sure that he gets you like that, mm-hmm. and then you be like, "Oh, it's good." You know, I forgot about it. You know, out of sight, out of mind. It's whatever, mm-hmm. but you didn't deal with it, and so now it's it's eating you up on the inside, and we have no clue until it's too late sometimes. So, boy, yeah, you over there preaching, man. Nah, man, I'm, I'm I'm also receiving too, man, because this is uh, <laughs> this, this is good, bro. This is definitely good. Look, we got a. Uh, it said Papa Gift is definitely an anointed student of the books. Thank you, thank you. I appreciate that, Jewel Junkie. 100%. Jericho says fire, and it says forgiving yourself is the biggest flex, man. Man, we went to my sister's church um this weekend, and crazy we're on to, tomorrow will be set series uh part three or four on the bitterness and um it was crazy because he went the pastor went straight to one of the scriptures that talk about the root of bitterness and at least you cause anybody to be bitter right um and i was just like wow this dude is hitting on it then you gotta self-assess and be like you're talking about this sometimes god will give you stuff and it's not for other people it's for you <laughs> so then you gotta be thinking be like hold on am i holding bitterness on somebody because i know look i'm gonna tell you so my my biological parent um who was a baby when my mom and my dad when my mom had me she was a baby my my my, my biological parent was a male parent was a, a baby and so for me it's like it was it was i don't hold anything against this individual but mm-hmm. when this individual tried to be like I'm still your dad. It's like, whoa. <laughs> Look, Peril, it's like, uh, it is a, a hell storm, bro, that happens. Yeah. And everything in me, I'm trying not to react to it, but I'm just like, yo, you're not going to disrespect my pops like that. Like, my dad died on active duty, you know, and all that great stuff. My dad used to make me go and see my biological pops. <laughs> like, oh, wow. I'm like, what is wrong with wow. you? It's like you need to have a relationship. No, I don't. He's not. He's the adult. I'm the kid. If he Bro. wanted to have a relationship, he would come in and have a relationship, right? And so I don't know, man. Maybe I maybe somewhere down in there, I don't I I feel like I've forgiven, but you know, there's still that my wife says I bring bombs of a Baghdad to a, a, a conversation. <laughs> 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 I'll be trying to I be trying to detonate that fool in place like. Boom! 
boom, 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 boom. That's that's salute though, man. That your your father had enough security in himself to say, "Yo, go build a relationship with your biological dad." Yeah. Cause some men can definitely take that as like, nah, I'm your daddy, so right, right. nah, you don't need him, you just need me. Like that's that's a that's that's major. Yeah. That's major. That's a lot of character in itself right there. Right. I've yeah, that's a lot of character in itself right there. So I agree. Shoot. He was he was uh he was definitely uh the man that I look up to. Like when I think of a man, you know, I I'll be like, this guy showed us what a man after God's own heart looks like. Mm. like this is he was a he was an awesome leader in the service in the military, and he showed us. You know, military. You think military? You you know people cursing all the time, cursing out their soldiers. You know, yeah. but he never he never did that. And I'm like, so when I came in, you know, I was still under the mindset of. You know, everybody's cussing you out. That's how. That's what a leader's supposed to do. But then I, I, I still see my pops, and he's not doing that. And he's been doing this for a long time. And then like my uncles and all these other people, they're not doing it. I'm like, maybe there's a, maybe there's, a dis- there's a disconnect here. <laughs> that is, that doesn't make you a leader. And so when I did that, and people was like, you know, I got the same respect, if not more, because I can come into a room and people address. They will adjust how they're speaking, their language, mm-hmm. and all this stuff. And I'm like, you shouldn't have to do that. If we have to worry about a customer being in the office, somebody's kids, mom, parents, and you got to change the way you're talking in uniform in a business setting, then you shouldn't be doing it. Right. That's uh... my thing. That's my thing. Don't do it because of my religion. I respect that, but don't do that because I'm not religious. I'm not religious. Yeah. I mess up. I'm a man. I mess up. But human. I'm human. Yeah. I'm human, but do this. If you're saying respect, right? I'm gonna respect you. Respect goes both ways. You're saying this as a leader, right? If the president walked in, would you talk in front of the president like that? Mm. If the commander was here, would you talk in front of the commander like that? If your grandma was here, would you talk in front of your grandma like that? Yeah. So if you would change the way you're talking right now in a business setting, based on any of those people being there, then you need to check yourself because you might not know this. So in the army, our our creed, the NCO creed, non-commissioned officer creed says, first part of the creed says, no one is more professional than I. <laughs> no one, no one. He said no one, okay. No one, that's the first This is the officer creed. creed, this is the officer NCO, creed. The non-commissioned officer creed. No one is more professional than I. I am a non-commissioned officer. I stopped them so many times on that part. And I'm like, you're telling me that no one is more professional than you, but this is the way you're carrying yourself in uniform. Off duty, what you do, don't nobody know. You know, it's whatever. But you're saying that no one's more professional than you. And this is how you carry yourself. You can justify however you want to, but you can't justify it and then hold that standard of no one is more professional than I. Yeah. If that business person comes in and they hear you talking, are they going to say, oh, this is how you run your establishment? Right. Yeah. Look, I'm going to tell you this, Payroll. I walk into a, I walk into an establishment and, and all I heard was, you know, shake it, shake it, 
smack it up, flip it. Yeah. <laughs> B do this, B do that. You know what I'm saying? I'm just like. Yeah, 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 I'm following. I'm like, okay. I got daughters. <laughs> oh, it's just music. No, it's not just music. There's three gates. There's three gates. You got an ear gate, you got an eye gate, and you got a mouth gate. And nice. the enemy contaminates you through those gates. And so if I'm letting my kids listen to this, shake it, shake it, flip it, you know, smack it up, shake it whole, you know, all this crazy stuff. Mm-hmm. One, yeah. you're moving to it. Even if you're just saying it's a cool beat, ooh, yeah, it's a cool beat, it's hot. You know, listen right. to the words. Yeah. Right? He was the most, he was the wisest of all the beasts, right? It didn't stop there. He got a PhD in deception. He still got the same mm-hmm. skills. He utilizes music to contaminate. And so he can't just come in and be like, ah, come here, I'm gonna take you. You have to give it over like Adam did. Adam was like, okay, here's my dominion and my authority. Here you go, you take yep. it. Cause I don't, I'm obviously I don't deserve to have it because I'm giving it away this easy, right? And so we continue to do the same thing when we're listening to certain things, when we're watching certain things, and then when we speak it. So first thing we like the beat, it's cool. Ooh, the beat, ah, uh, ah, uh, ah, uh, right? Mm-hmm. Then because we got the beat, subliminally scientifically they found advertisers look this up advertisers if i put a message behind a beat you will subliminally learn that message wow right yeah for like, sure yep. I'm loving Love it. It. Yep. yeah i didn't buy that soundtrack right yeah so you, you learn this because of the beat and so if i could put that in there now you're learning this stuff now i got you saying it so now you're speaking this yeah, yeah, ho, do this. Mm, I'm a bad B, right? Mm-hmm. So now you're speaking all this stuff into your life and you're wondering why you're continuing in the same generational curses. The same stuff that they call under the Willie Lynch syndrome, all this stuff, right? Crabs in a bucket, you know, mm-hmm. oh, we're all together when a police person kills a person of color, but then after that, we write back to killing each other yeah. because we wearing the different colors. Yeah. That's that's wild, bro. That's that's really that's really serious, man. Especially in modern times, how music, media, really influences the youth, but people in general, but definitely the youth. That's right. And at times, people may say, "Oh, well, nah, it's just it's just music." But you can really tell that music really influences us by simply if I've seen people listen to certain songs and start driving faster. Like, really, like, they lit now because that song got them, like, you know. So how isn't that having an influence on not just your physical, but also your, your overall being? So it's it's really, it's really, it's very intentional, though. That's it's right. very intentional. I see it as, like, playing chess almost, you know. Like, oh. it's, it's really, really intentional because, you know, you can, you do this long enough and it's a long game. And I don't think we really look at it like that. Like, we're looking at it as, okay, well, I'm just listening to this music today. But then what is it affecting you or how are you now moving tomorrow? Because somebody says something to you and now because you don't have emotional control or your favorite rapper is saying how he just spit the block on somebody. That's really, to me, sometimes we look at being able to push the book off the shelf as power, but knowing I have the power to push the book off the shelf, but then being able to reason with myself and say, well, what would I accomplish by doing that? And when I say push this book off the shelf, as in like somebody go hit a lick or somebody go shoot somebody, it's like, yeah, somebody might step on your shoes and you have the power to punch them or shoot them or do whatever. But I really see it as more power to know what you are capable of 
and know when to unleash it. And that's really what I feel, especially our community and the youth, like even grown men, we don't have that emotional control, like that emotional intelligence to know how we feel, know what our triggers are and know what we're truly capable of. We feel like we got something to prove. It's mm-hmm. like a lion don't have to say it's a lion. It's just right. it's just a lion. You know what I'm saying? So it's one of those things where the youth, man, just and that's why sometimes I get a certain level of conviction because I've been I haven't really been putting out music how I know I should. But I also know that we got to use all of the mediums that the adversary is using as well. That's so right. if the, people say, oh, I don't like social media. Well, how are you using social media? That's right. Like, right. that's just what it is. Like the same thing, like a gun is a gun, but it's how the person or the, the individual decides to use that particular thing. That's so right. when it comes down to music, it's like, yo, like we have to create love music. We got to create godly music. We got to create specific type of music because the adversary is doing it on the opposite side. Mm-hmm. We got to create films that are inspiring right, people, on, you know what I'm saying? Because the adversary is doing it on the other side. We got to do podcasts that are also giving God glory. And and this is not just saying, like, just be, like, in a box. But at the same time, like, if the adversary is using these mediums to do negative, let's put some love in there. Let's put some positivity in there. And not just say, oh, well, because they're using it like this, I'm not going to use it at all. That don't mean, that doesn't make sense. They're doing it like this, I'm not going to use it at all. You still have access to it. So what are you going to do with that access? Look, you know what that falls under? That falls under the, the greatest trick that the enemy had was making what? Making people believe that he don't exist. Like this. Right? So he's just tricking you. It's chess, remember? Yeah. I'm going to move all this stuff right here. I'm going to set you up. And you're going to be like, oh, I got you. I got you. Whoever. Before you know it, checkmate. Because you don't, you don't pay attention to all the flashing lights and stuff. And then before you know it, it's the end of the road. And mm. you're like, man, how did that happen? Because you was paying attention to the slide of hand. Mm. So you you said you said a lot, bro. I mean, this is awesome. My my uh my minor in my for my doctorate is in digital ministry. And so mm. I chose that intentionally because I do podcasts and I'm like. You know, I grew up I grew up in a very traditional, very legalistic church. Got right? you. Like, like women gotta have long dress all the way down to the floor. If it ain't down to the floor, you ain't holy. Yeah. <laughs> you ain't holy, you ain't getting in the church. Jesus don't love you. What you doing? You gotta pull that skirt down some more, man. That you gotta yeah. put some more length on that thing. The dudes, you can't wear no shorts. Dudes couldn't wear shorts. And so it was just like crazy. You know, it was just like, what the heck? So these yeah. these people who get caught up into this ritualistic, legalistic type stuff, they're they're so they're missing the mark on what the Bible is telling us. Mm. You know, it says to be wise, right? And so one, they say a man not supposed to wear, you know, females not supposed to wear men. And but back in the day, then they all wear like a robe. It was just tailored a different way. To my understanding, yeah. Yeah. Jesus had, Jesus had, it touched the, the, the hem of his, his garment, his robe right. type deal, right? Yeah, facts. So if everybody wore long garments back then, I mean, they may have tied it up a little bit different when they was going to war so that they don't trip. But with their leisure stuff, it, it looks similar. You know, maybe they the head dress and all that stuff. And if you go overseas, you'll see a lot of that, you know, is more, it's still closer than what we are. 
and yeah. he trans, we, we, we transition into the, you know, 18, 19, 20, 21st century. And so what we have to understand is you're not changing the word, but mm. you got to understand that there wasn't any internet back then. Right. Let me, let me, let me, let me, let me hit you with this though. So there wasn't internet back then, but there were people who God showed certain things and they wrote prophetic messages that they talked about. Right. Mm. And so, you know, in the Bible, it talks about uh, the dragon that was spitting fire and all this stuff. Right. And people were like, Oh, there's no dragons. Ah. I was like, well, there were dragons, but you got to understand what a dragon was considered back in the Bible. Dragons considered, you know, a lizard type of lizard, you know? Yeah. Right. Um, but when they talk about a flying dragon, let's say this. If you've never seen something before in your life, what's the best way you can describe it? Mm, if I've never seen something before. I mean, I would describe it as close to something that I have seen, honestly. You can assimilate it to something that you've associated with. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Right? So, what if God showed them war wars and rumors of wars but there's going to be a dragon that's spitting fire that's an airplane jet flying dropping bombs and shooting missiles mm. so you see it's like you we they can only tell you they can only write it because man wrote it man penned it there is no such thing as an airplane biblically <laughs> mm. so they're writing it down and they're expressing it a certain way but they can only use what they know right now. Right? Yeah. And so if they're talking about what if yes. God showed them people walking around holding their phones and they're, they're, they're you know, you're, you're talking to somebody that's miles away. He yeah. showed them this, but they don't understand what's going on. They just seeing it like, how does this happen? This is, this is witchery, right? It's something crazy. And so what we got to understand is that you have to understand what happened back then when they're writing. You have to look at what was going on in that time frame, what they were talking about. Don't take one scripture. Take the scripture before it, the scripture after it. Read the <laughs> whole thing and understand. Get a good understanding of what was going on. Now, how do I apply that today? If the enemy is using music, guess what? God gave the enemy that gift, right? He created all of the angels. Lucifer took a third of the angels with him when he fell. Mm. God did not turn him into a red dude with horns that didn't happen he was the most beautiful angel <laughs> he was built with pipes and horns inside of him with when god's glory would shine through him it'll make crazy colors and all this other stuff this is in the bible this is biblical he was the choir director so all the praise yeah. led that thing he's like <laughs> he, he's doing his thing grooving, man. But because because the praise was he was leading it he started seeing himself as the person that should receive it and yeah. what did the bible say don't take my glory don't steal my glory don't steal my fame because he's a jealous god right and so that's one of the biggest things that he do for us he make us feel like oh i did this mm. the enemy right hey, he man. make us he, we puff ourselves up We'd be like, oh, yeah, me, me, I, 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 I. Yeah. God said, avoid that. Avoid that. Right? We avoid that. We stay humble. 
He didn't say you gotta be weak. Weakness, humbleness is not weakness. Mm. Somebody said you think being weak, being meek is weak. Try being meek for a week. <laughs> That's a bar. <laughs> say it again. He said you think being meek is weak. Try being meek for a week. That means you are being like ultra humble. Like, you know, like you said, somebody stepped on your brand new J's. You know, you can push the book off the shelf. <laughs> yeah. Or you can say, you know what? I don't even know what they're um what they're going through right now. What's what somebody said there's everybody's fighting a battle. You never know what where they at in that battle. That's facts. The way that your reaction could be the thing that pushed them one way or the other way. Yeah. Right. And so you don't want to be that person. You're supposed to be the one that's shining that little light because Christ is the big light and we're reflection. It shines through us. And so some people will never meet Christ. Some people will mm. never read the Bible, but they'll read you. They'll read yeah. your life. And if you're doing what you're supposed to do, then you could be that key, that factor that helps that person and get them to where they need to be at. And that's what you're doing is planting that seed. And so every interaction that you have is an opportunity to shine that light and plant that seed. You ain't got to go around and be like, oh, holy, holy, oh, yeah. oh, you know, press <laughs> down to the flow. <laughs> I'm going to quote scriptures for you and huh, do all that. No, you ain't got to do all that. You don't have to do all that. God made each and every last one of us with a gift. And that gift, he wrapped it in the talents and your personality because somebody needs you the way you are to get to them and bring them to him. Facts. So, Facts. Like he said, uh, forgiving yourself as big as flex, absolutely a man after God's own heart. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. So, look, we went deep on that one, bro. I don't skip the whole no. bunch of stuff. How to skip? Yes, man. Yeah. But see, that's why I'm saying. Dope. I don't like to do like I don't like to stick to questions, but I do like to like as I'm as we're talking, I like to be thinking about like okay, this is a good one to, to follow up with that one, man. Yeah. So yeah. let me ask you this: so um, if you could change three things in the world, what would they be? If I could change three things in the world. Big ups to all those people out there watching, man. We appreciate you hanging out with us. Yeah. It's my man, Payroll. We out here. We getting it. We talking leadership and life lessons. And leadership looks a lot different for a lot of different people. So y'all think we coming here talking about one thing and we talk about everything. Yeah. I know. Um, uh, just giving like straight off three specific things. I know what I would say is for one, just like. Whenever I come across people that just don't have hope, for me, I know you are, I know I'm not able to save everybody, but that's really like a passion that I have to just, just believe and not just believe in you, but like try God. And it's interesting because some people are like, well, yeah, I believe in God, but nah, this ain't for me. Or life is happening to me and I'm like I sometimes am unable to in my natural mind just understand it so that's why I'm naturally a curious person and I ask questions so I would definitely say 
you know, changing changing the mindset and just the the, the heart of people to just have hope and to keep hope, keep pushing, um, and keep the faith and truly know that God, uh, God, God, if you lean on God and take also that personal accountability that everything is truly, truly unfold in your favor. And that doesn't mean that it'll always look beautiful because I do believe that life going life comes with tests to make sure that we've actually got that understanding before we advance. So just to not even look at all of our challenges as like, dang, why is life happening to me? But what is this happening for? Right. And I have to go through this because there's something after this in which I'm gonna be able to turn around or assist somebody else. Um, but another thing that I would say is there are humans here that really don't care about other humans. Um, so you have things like sex trafficking and different things of that nature. I don't, I'm not a, I'm not a, you know, that that's something that, you know, I seen this movie called Sound of Freedom and the Sea. And to just even here, I seen a video recently, it said Richmond County was like number two or something like that when it comes down to sex trafficking during the, the masters. But there's innocent people, you know, really, you know, going through things like that, bro. And so for me, that's something that I, I'm, you know, it, it's, it's frustrating because there's they're innocent. Yeah. But then you have people out here that they they get aroused out of stuff like that. So right. to me, I would say changing the hearts of people, man. Mm. That would be the biggest thing, bro. Changing the heart of people. That's you know what I'm saying? And that's not something that I personally can do. But like you said, sometimes I may be the only light that somebody sees. So how am I shining? That's right. And that's why usually when I talk to people, I'm like, yo, shine your light because the world needs it. And it's one of those things where, again, we're a reflection of Christ. So therefore, how am I how, how am I showing up every day? Um, so that was would be the things that off top comes to mind. That's good. I wouldn't say poverty, bro, because I believe, you know, poverty is a mindset for real. That's right. That's yeah, right. poverty is a mindset. It's a result of choices that we've made as well. 100%. Um, and so you said something about the uh, sex trafficking. So I'm a victim advocate, you know, and I, I love it. I hate it and I love it at the same time. I love it because it's one of those things where you could do this. We could talk about it. People, you know, there's people who don't even know that it happens. Like, oh, that's stuff that's in the movies. Oh, that's nah. stuff that's like overseas. That would never happen here. But we were, we when we were living in California, um, they found a Walmart, it was a Walmart container, or it was a truck, it was a container in the Walmart parking lot full of people. No, bro. Dude, and that's the thing, man. These are humans, bro. These are other people. people. And it's you not, and you're thinking like, okay, when you think sex trafficking, you're thinking like just, just men, right? I mean, just women. But there's men, there's kids, because you, they're, you're a worker. They are, and they, and they have taken these people, and they're like, they're, they're saying, we're gonna help you get your family, or we're gonna do this to your family. So you never know the situation or how they got into the into that lifestyle. Um, yeah. But you have to be aware of it, and you have to be aware of the fact that there's some things that you participate, you can participate in that support it. Hmm. Yeah, if you if you what are some of those things, bro? If, like if you driving by and there's somebody on the side of the street, and you talking about you can get a this and you can get a that. Guess what? That all of those people are not just willy nilly deciding to work that lifestyle. Some of them are being forced. That is sex trafficking. That Oof. if you participate in pornography. Mm. 
child pornography. Yeah. Uh, prostitution. Um, what's the other one? The uh, call services. Right. Uh, oh yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. All Man. those people who are in that industry are not in that industry by choice. Some of them are, which we just pray for them because that's they found themselves in that lifestyle. But mm. some of them are not. Some of them are there. They're for. They're being forced, and it's unfortunate that we are quicker to go outside the country to try to help people that's being trafficked than we are to help and stop it locally because. Yep. We don't even know what's happening. And you said that. Here in Augusta, Richmond County is high when the masses come. Well, what happens mm -hmm. when the masses come? More money comes. What does that yeah. mean? You got people who want to have a good time, right? If people yeah. want to have a good time and their good time is sex, drugs, and everything that goes along with that. Right. So wow, man. if you participating in those things, uh, let's say uh, we are here. Some humans do not care about humans. So real, phenomenal show. Great to see you. Uh, it was in San Antonio, Texas. San Antonio is where we had where it was a uh, Walmart, the truck, um, as well all over this country. Yes. And so, if you're out there listening, people, um, I'm not saying I, I can't tell you. No man's, no one's sin is greater than another one, right? Everybody yeah. is. If I, if my sin is. If I'm a liar and your sin is you're you're a thief, me, I'm not better than you because I'm just lying. Right? Yeah, right. He said, it's all, if you sin, you sin. <laughs> and he said, I just want you to give me that sin so that I can, because we weren't designed to go to a certain place. But if we're carrying around sin, he got to throw that in the trash. And when he throw it in the trash, if you're carrying it around, you're, you're right, going right. <laughs> They'd be like, oh, if he's a good, if he's a good God, then how are you gonna make us go to hell? No, 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 no. Understand this. Understand this, please. God is not making you do anything. He's a perfect gentleman. Perfect. He created us as free will agents. So think about sports. A free agent. There's yeah. no ties. He don't have no strings, no Pinocchio stuff going on, making you do anything. He says. I present to you death and life. I suggest you choose life. <laughs> right? True. He tell you, but it's your will. Right. It's your will, right? And so when we do that, when we do these things, we got to understand that it's our choices. We talked about that earlier. The choices we make have consequences. Facts. Even if we do sin and we ask for forgiveness, sometimes he's going he's gonna to forgive us all the time. But you still have to pay for some of that things because it it warns that you did this and it comes with it right it's like one of those things it's, it's it's a mathematical equation you did this you out there having sex with all these people and then you got a whole bunch of people pregnant and you caught a, a nun you know healable <laughs> disease <laughs> sexually transmitted disease god right. is going to forgive you mm. don't mean that he's going to get rid of that transmittable that std <laughs> You might have to go get probe, shotgun, rod it, whatever you want to call it. You may have to go take shots forever, right? Mm. It says that Jacob, Jacob, who was the twins, his brother was Esau. He stole his brother's birthright. Jacob is Israel, children of Israel, the 12 tribes. Jacob was a thief 
He was a cunning individual. He stole his brother's birthright. His mama helped him cheat, tra- trick his dad into giving him the birthright. Mm. But God blessed him. He got him. Yeah. It's Israel, right? That's who, Israel. That says enough, right? Um, but when Jacob was coming back from trying to go back into his home country, his brother, he found out his brother Esau, his twin, was had an army. And he was like, I'm gonna send all this stuff to my brother so that he don't kill me because I stole his birthright and all this other stuff. Yeah. And in the process of him doing all this stuff, an angel appeared to him, and Jacob said, I'm gonna wrestle this angel until you bless me lord promise me that my brother ain't gonna kill me and this isn't verbatim you got to go and read that thing yeah I'm, for sure. I'm summarizing it for you <laughs> so he wrestled him and the angel touched him in his um his hip or his leg and so jacob israel ended up having a permanent limp and that is to remind him that he was he wrestled with the lord that's when he changed mm-hmm. his name to israel he wrestled with the lord until the lord blessed him sometimes you got to wrestle with that thing right wrestle with those things that you're going through in order for the Lord to, you know, okay, I know you want it now. I know you want it. You wrestle with me and I'm gonna leave you with this mark. Sometimes that wow. mark is a limp. Sometimes it's something else. But we have to understand that our choices have consequences. And sometimes those consequences, even though God forgive us, it may, you know, we may have to go through that, the steps, the process of, you know, whatever that consequence is. So, um, mm. Yeah, man. Yes, yes, yes. Shoot, man, bro, we don't win. We don't win a whole oh. minute. Look, oh. if you could talk to anyone in history, who would you pick to hold a conversation with, and why? So I'm gonna say two people, but I ain't gonna hold you. But uh, definitely Jesus and then Kobe Bryant. Why? Yeah. Well, I, I got asked the question one time about what I rather $10 million or a conversation with Jesus. And I mean, for me, I feel like the money, you know, that is what it is. But that conversation with Jesus for me, like actually like how we're talking right now, I feel like that would be the true fulfillment like on a soulful level. Yeah. And for me, I'm cool, of course, with material things, but it's, it's not that material things isn't that it factor for me you know i push purpose like i consider myself a purpose pusher and just to be able to have that conversation bro i feel like what better conversation like to be able to ask questions to really be able to pick his brain because i know growing up for me you know we was always told like don't ask don't ask why like but i do not in the sense of i ask why from curiosity because uh, there are some things i don't know and what other way to get clarity than to ask why. So, you know, to be able to ask those questions, man, to be able to really understand or at least get some type of understanding of, like, his nature more, you know what I'm saying? And Kobe, Kobe Bryant, because he, like, to me, like a, a mentor, role model, a lot of things. Growing up, I used to hoop and I used to look like Kobe but I always wanted to go check him out. I always wanted to go see him play. But one thing that stood out to Kobe is that I don't feel like Kobe was like the most skilled player, mm-hmm. but he worked his way to be, right. in my opinion, the greatest player. I, um, I agree with you on that. Yeah, I won't say, so, say the greatest, I say one of the greatest, because he worked. So, he worked. Ah, 
I don't, I, don't, no. I don't have like a greatest. I have a greatest in error. So he was yeah. in error. He was the greatest of an error. Oh um, yeah, it's the greatest. It's like I have so much respect for like the other guys. You know, the MJs, the Doctor Js, the Magics, the Irv, you know Julius, all those guys. Yeah, I, have, so. you know, I don't want to. You know, so for me, I respect that. I respect that. I respect that. But for me, I de- for me, he's the the greatest. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Um, and I say that too because. I was able to see him not in flesh or physical, but I was able to see him through his process. Like I remember when he had the uh, the situation with the white girl, I believe, and like how he was still Colorado, able to right. fight through that and how I see he was getting injured and broken finger, but still like fighting through that. I only looked at highlights of these other individuals. So it's, to me, it's that's different. True. You know what I'm saying? Right. So for me, that's yeah, why I grew I up in a Jordan era. So you yeah. grew up in the Kobe era. So yeah. So. Yeah, so that's I mean, well, that'll that'll be why too, man. His mentality, seeing how he he just worked, bro. Like he just put in that work. He put in that work, and he 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 excelled because of how much work he put in. I, I was reading a book called The Compound Effect, and um, every day he just got to it. Every day he got to it. So for me, I'm like, even if I'm not the most skilled in a specific area, of course you want to still have some type of gift in that area. That's but right. Even if I'm not the most skilled, if I get outworked, that's the choice. That's right. And there's a there's a quote that says that you're um, a worker will take you further than a person that was gifted mm. and not working. Yep. So a hard worker is going to take you further than that person that is gifted at doing it, but don't work. Yep. Right? So you, can, you can have that gift, but if you don't work it, to make it better, you're supposed to always be trying to get better, always getting better. Because the key is, if you do it as if you're doing it unto the Lord anyway, mm. right? If 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 I'm gonna do this as if I'm I'm doing it for the Lord, then I'm gonna do it the best. I'm gonna shine, you know. I'm gonna I'm gonna be the best floor mopper ever. ever. <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> I'm gonna tell you this story. I was on a ship, bro. Mm. I. I, I joined the army because the Navy said I was going to have to go out to sea and I'll be out sea for a long time. And I would have to learn how to swim, like float with a rifle. And I'm like, nah, I'm good. I'm going nah, army. My bro. first deployment yeah. was on a Navy ship. <laughs> and I'm about this joking like, Lord, I thought I, I got away from this. But when I was on that ship, I met this, this individual who their job was mopping the floors. Mm. And when they mopped them floors, it looked like somebody put gold down on that floor. And <laughs> it was like, it was like you would go up, it was the um, it was the uh the captain's deck on the yeah. floor area. And when you get up there, it's like you don't even think you're on a ship anymore. That floor was glowing. <laughs> and yeah. I'm looking at that thing like, can I walk on this? And they're like, yeah, yeah, come on, come on. And I'm looking, and that joke is down on their hands and their knees, and they are waxing it. and doing it. And I'm like, that's doing it in the spirit of excellence, man. Facts. Like, whatever your job is, if doing God called you to do that, do it with the the best, be the best tire changer, be the best yep. freaking, you know, music artist, 
poet, be the best freaking nurse, whatever that thing is, man. Because what's going to happen is the right person is going to see you and they're going to mm-hmm. elevate you. They're going to call you because they see that gift that's in you. So it's, it's transferable too, bro. I know we, uh, you say we was on for a little minute, but it's transferable too. My mama used to always say like, how you do anything is how you do everything. And like, that's really like, it didn't really make sense until I got like a little older in age, more wise and more experiences. And I, I was like, yeah, like literally how I do anything is how I do everything because it's who you are, not what you're doing. And then last thing I'll say this too, I would want to have a conversation with my granddad on my mom's side because uh, by the time I really got of age, he passed away from Alzheimer's, yeah. but he has a very, very amazing history and legacy that wasn't really documented the best yeah so there's a lot of unanswered questions on my end when it comes down to like family tree and family yeah. legacy thing but yeah i definitely would love to have that conversation as well that's dope and i'm gonna tell you i were i did work with uh and and we're not we're not rushing i'm just you know when i first started the podcast i i was going for hours bro and so a lot of my guests <laughs> like my guests was like yo it's I'm gonna come back, I'm gonna finish it tomorrow. I'm gonna finish watching it tomorrow. And so I said, you know what? On this next season, the season that we're on right now, I said, you know what, what I'll do is I'll try to keep it between 45 minutes and an hour. But mm. when the conversation is good, the conversation is good. I don't have yeah. time. I just have a time that I try <laughs> to stay within so that I don't lose any of the guests. But yeah. all the guests still here, man. The guests still in the room. So, hey, Love. we're still good, bro. Um, but it was something you just said. You said that it's how you. Um, it trans it's transferable right um as a coach this is the coach in me you play you practice like you're gonna play for sure i know that one very well but you practice like you're gonna play so if you go into practice and you're like oh i'm gonna do all this uh 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 my coach look when i first started playing um i made varsity my freshman year and he was a hooper my coach, my coach said, I did, I did a, I, it, at that time it was Tim Hardaway. I did that Tim Hardaway crossover, that killer crossover, boom, boom. He was like, yeah. give her, get over here. <laughs> I was out. If I did a crossover, I was out. Come on, sit on the bench. Mm. Come on over here. Cause it was the old school. And when we practice, I didn't do it in practice, but when I'm out on the, the playground, I'm, I'm working it. That's my dad said, yeah. get who you want to <laughs> play like. And that's what you do. So when I get in game time live action, I'm playing like I'm playing regular. And so I get out there, I do my, my stuff, and boom, he, he pulled me right out. Oh, freshman, you want to do some? You want to get out here and get fancy? Fancy, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Old school coach, man. That dude pulled me out so quick. I was like, dang. But even in the military, Army, what we do is we say we train as we fight. And so mm. we replicate wartime like scenarios we replicate those and we create trained responses how else this is something that people don't understand i was in the medical field there's two people that run towards the fight you got your infantrymen so your marines your pjs your special fortress all those guys they're running towards the fight but a lot of times when they get pushed back they're retreating too so they run towards their retreat the second one is a medic. That medic, it don't matter what's going on. They're running out there. They're trained to run out there and get their buddies. Mm. I got I to patch you up and I got to get you back. Now we are trying to retrain them to say, don't just run out there because the enemy has started understanding that the medic's going to run. 
the medics are running out here. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna we're gonna maim this person. We're not gonna kill them. We're gonna injure them so they have to stay down. And then we're just gonna let all these people run up there try to get them. And then we just pick them up. <laughs> and so we had to retrain the mindset. But the mindset was we're going to we're going to go towards and no man left behind. We're gonna get them and bring them back. Mm. And so how did we do that? We do that through training. We train, we train, we train, we train. When I first see these guys, they come in in the in the in the rounds and the explosions are going off, and we like, you gotta go that way. And they like, oh no. Within that two-week time period, that stuff started happening. They calling, they talking, cover me while I move. I got cuff out of buddy. And they running towards you. They, 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 they go in there, they 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 turn and get them up. They 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 go ahead and 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 do the quick fix and then they pull them out. And so yeah. that in life is something that we have to understand. You're going to react to things the way you train on doing it. And so if you make it a habit of doing things a certain way, yeah, that's the way it's gonna happen. So I love how I like you said that. That was that was dope. I like that man. I like that approach. I like that. I like that philosophy in general. We train as we fight. Um, yeah, I, I like that. I'm definitely gonna adapt that. I'm definitely gonna adapt that. That's gonna be a new. Uh, yeah. <laughs> hey, sure. take it, bro. Hey, look. In the army, we don't believe in stealing stuff. We we call it repurposing. <laughs> yeah, I'm re. I'm re. I'm gonna definitely repurpose that one. I love that. We train as we fight for yes, sure. Sir. Yes, I resonate sir. with that heavily, man. I resonate with that heavily. Yes. Train, fight. All right, so we at the point of the show, man, where we're going to do some some humble brosting, some shout-outs, some shameless plugs. So you got you do music. You got the, your your clothing brand. That's really something that you utilize to, to do other things. Uh, let's talk about that. Let's talk about the tribe. How can we connect? How can we um, um, get involved? For sure. So um, the Tapping with the Tribe, we do have an Instagram page. It's only B-A- tribe so only the tribe on instagram um you can follow myself on instagram it's the righteous underscore dope dealer you can follow my brother vince vince.b you can follow my brother the real pat page on instagram as well so we're actually like the co-founders of the tribe but the tribe it doesn't stop with us you know the tribe is a mentality the tribe is a way of life it's a lifestyle and we have like i said we have people that's also a part of the tribe that's been building with us as well so um the biggest way to tap in with the tribe man is like like i said through instagram we got an instagram page we have our personal pages that you can tap in with um we do masterminds we got different partnerships we got podcast partnerships we've been able to assist tv networks we also just recently got a partnership with um, an education platform so being able to expand and you know share that knowledge and insight with individuals as well so we have a plethora of things going on but the biggest thing is just to truly empower the people truly connect with the people truly enrich the people's mind and for us to realize that our mind is our greatest asset and also produce assets so myself i do teach a investing class every thursday in the foreign exchange market while also allowing people to become just investing conscious in general um, whether that be stocks, but also just like our life itself is an investment. Where we put our time is going to be a return. So if you put your time into reading books, if it's a book that actually has something of fruit, it's going to produce fruit. If you read a book of something that's not that, it's going to produce whatever it is that you put inside. So one thing that I'm big on is just allowing, uh, just creating that awareness, you know what I'm saying? Creating that awareness that everything is an investment. 
everything is an investment. But that's Thursday at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We got some new things, some other things rolling out as well. So just just follow the personal page, follow the the tribe page, and uh, just stay updated with everything that we got going on for sure. And you guys have y'all do any? Um, I know one point in time you were doing the masterminds like maybe weekly at was it Mellow Mushroom at one point? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we were doing the masterminds at Mellow Mushroom. We ended up like outgrowing Mellow Mushroom, that's and good. uh, that's a good they always want. Yeah, 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 that's a good problem. So we had to, oddly enough, man, we were in a bind when we did outgrow Mellow Mushroom because we had an event coming up and almost like a week into the event, we really didn't know we was going to have it. So we ended up, God, seeing us working and we ended up having uh, having, having our next event, which was a few months ago at uh, the clubhouse. And that's inside of the Georgia Cyber Center downtown. And then that wow. same week, we ended up getting that that partnership with the podcast studio that also has like a conference room as well. So right now um, we're getting the mastermind back going. Just had to, you know, restructure some things with that, but for sure the Wednesday Bible studies, the Thursday mastermind classes, and then we have some other stuff coming down the pipeline as well. Okay. So again, that that is, what's it, everything as well all over the country. Everything's an investment. That's right, everything's an investment. Um, so you said the tribe at DA, as in Delta Alpha tribe. <laughs> yep, yep. Only, uh, so at only the tribe. At only yep. the tribe, and that's on Instagram. That's on Instagram, for sure. And matter of fact, I would say just follow that page first, and if you, you know, follow that page, you'll be able to connect with us personally because we have posts, and we're tagging our personal pages. So stretch out of the personal accounts. If you just follow only the tribe, only DA tribe and you'll be able to see our personal pages if you have any questions you can message that page as well we also I did not mention this but we also have a, a mentorship group so it's called next gen tribe and that's where we we're pouring into the youth because we definitely believe in secession um I garden so with secession planting it's one of those concepts where if I plant some cucumbers this week um, in another two weeks, I'm gonna plant some more cucumbers. In another two weeks, I'm gonna plant some more cucumbers. So when that first batch hatch, I got another batch coming right. and so forth, so forth. So we do that in a gardening sense, but also in the everyday life sense to be what we didn't have. I didn't really grow up with like a male role model, yeah. um, but I'm grateful that I had people around me still, you know, yeah. and I'm grateful for how it all panned out. But we're doing that now. We're pouring back into the youth. We have, um, young ladies we have young men so right now we're expanding and looking for more young i would say more ladies that are professional you know what i mean who have the heart to serve who have the heart to give right now we have two that's on board with us that assistant but um we're just overall looking to expand man pour back into the youth because if we do all we do but we don't pour it into the next generation what was it really for it wasn't for anything man so yeah and you know you said that um you might not have had what you would have you think now is ideal um bible said he uses everything for the good so even mm -hmm. though it might not have been what you were ideally thought it should have been you were able to take those things and make them utilize the the resources that you had to, right. to become the person that you are um and be as effective as you are so that's that's yeah um let me see. Who else? What else? All right. So the tribe. Uh, is there any way they could get the um, the righteous dope 
shirts. The righteous dope dealer shirts. Yeah. So I right now have one t-shirt left. I got you some got new one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I got some new product coming in. Biggest thing is um I was doing some rebranding. I wear okay. t-shirts, but I don't really wear a whole lot of t-shirts. I, I definitely dress more dapper, I would say. So yeah. I wanted the brand to be more suited towards like what I actually wear so I can okay. actually wear it on a daily basis. Um, so when you follow the page, man, you tap it with me, you'll definitely stay up to date. You'll definitely stay up to date. I'll be dropping some more gear soon, okay. um, some more curriculum and everything like that as well. Yeah, man, shoot me all the all the stuff. And what I could do is I can put it up on my my board, my uh, okay. my advertise. These are my ads. So you see, like, uh, I was talking about there's a 22 a day deal where it's like uh, 22 veterans a day commit suicide. And mm. so it's one, one's too many. And so yeah, that, for sure. that, that goes back to the whole deal of just understanding that everybody's fighting a battle. Um, you know, we can all do something to help people, right? For um, sure. And so, you know, you guys doing these great and wonderful things in the community, I want to put that stuff up here because it's people that's looking for it. Yeah. Um, it's people asking about it. Like the Purpose Center, you go to the church of the, the people who do the Purpose Center stuff. I think you go to that church, right? Um, what? Chosen? Which one is it? No, you, I don't know. I know you said the Purpose Center. I've been to the Purpose Center before. I know That's Chosen they, is Chosen yeah, they, is in connection with that. They connected with it, right? Yeah. Okay. I mean, somebody who we was talking to, talking with from the tribe, um, they were saying that they 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 attended or they do yeah. attend that church. And so yeah. I was like, oh wow, that's cool. The purpose center, because one of the pastors, the assistant pastor, was asking me to come out there and and do some stuff because my master's degree is in sports management. So he was like, we, we're doing a basketball court. We're trying to get this stuff up and running. And I'm yeah. like, I'm with it, man. Let's do it. So you know, it's so the many things. It's dope, though. It does. That's a that's a that's a nice location. It's definitely dope. And so you guys, you know, they do. They're teaching agriculture there, how to grow from from farm to table. Mm, yeah. So, so I thought you were telling me with that you guys yeah. out there. Nah, so I recently attended a a, a stop the violence event there, because um, it was a shooting at Josie. So a lot of parents and you know community individuals were, you know, definitely bothered by that. So I attended a stop the violence event there. And it was a fruitful event, you know, definitely just seeing the community come together and really, really wanting change. Yeah. And, and yeah, they actually had some like fruits and things from the garden that they were giving out at the end that they actually grew. Yeah. So I found that to be dope. It's one of those places though, you know, it's it's good for the community. You know, it's good for the community. At least the concept in itself is good for the community. Now it's more so, you know, making it attractive to the youth for them to actually come. Right. That's the big thing. That's right. They need yeah. people that look like them that, you know, I was telling my brother the other day, like my nephew, he he wants to, he wants to be the, uh, the next shoot em up, whoever, you know what I mean? It's like, these dudes mm -hmm. are telling you that in their music, but that's not the lifestyle that they live in. There's very few of them that live that lifestyle, yeah. live that lifestyle. And once they make it to where you're listening to them, most of them are not living that lifestyle anymore. Not at all. You gotta, I don't know, man. Yeah, we got to do better. So, yeah, man, it's dope. Hey, if you guys are out there, you're interested, make sure you get in contact. Um, Jill Junkie says she's always looking to serve. You definitely need to come over for dinner soon. You heard that. 
<laughs> no, nah, I'm all for it. I'm all for it. Definitely. Just, uh, just say, is there anything no. that you don't eat? Um, really, right now, just pork. I'm like, I'm like forty percent vegan, but okay. on those on that other sixty, you know, what I'm saying I just don't eat pork. Other than that, you know, I'm, I'm pretty open. Chicken, beef, ribs, and all that stuff. Okay. Yeah, 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 for sure. For sure. Eat. We eat everything, bro. We eat everything. <laughs> <laughs> nah, that's cool, man. But nah, that's let me know man and again i just want to appreciate you for this, this opportunity to be able to you know i mean hop in your platform and just want to speak life into what you're doing bro keep doing this because you know there's there's ears that are listening there's people that need this message and people that need your light so keep shining it bro yes. for sure for sure now i got a few quick questions that i gotta ask you because uh it's the lightning round and okay bet, bet, bet. we gotta end on the lightning round all right so for everybody that's watching with us y'all been here Thanks for hanging out and holding on. The lightning round is I asked him some questions and you get to participate. So I asked the questions for to him. You put your answers in the chat block and we see if y'all answers match up. Um, and I gotta I gotta try to be disciplined enough to stay on lightning speed because I start interjecting <laughs> and be like, oh really, you like that? Oh cool man, I like that too. Or oh, why, why would you say that? Um, so I just gotta I just gotta ask the questions and let you answer and keep going. It's lightning round. You ready? Yeah, but, but. Let's run it. All right. So, uh, what are your three most played songs? If they don't have songs, you can say genres. Uh, three most played songs. I would definitely say um, Three Little Birds by Bob Marley, Lauryn Hill, X Factor. And as of recent, this is one song by uh artist named Jay Monty called Yahweh. Um, yeah, so I would say off top, those are my top three player songs. Okay. What's your go-to for inspiration? Man, I'm going to say the word, but I'm going to say like, I'm going to say the word, but I'm going to say within, you know what I'm saying? Really tapping in within. Just like going in nature, just being able to sit, calm, chill, and uh, just communicate and commune with God that way, for sure. Okay. Uh, what's your favorite pastime? Pastime. What do you mean by that? Like what I do to this pastime? Yeah, like, um, you know, some people say favorite pastime is uh, playing basketball or uh, playing video games, something like that. Reading a book. Man, I'm going to say learning something, but definitely kicking it with my daughter. Okay. She's pretty dope. Yeah, she about to be two, two next month. So, really? you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's pretty dope. I definitely That's enjoy awesome. spending, time, spending time with my youngin. Like, yeah. That's beautiful. Uh, what was your, uh, what is, or what's your favorite class or subject? What do you like to learn about? I'm going to say more about the mind and the faculties that God has given us. Okay. I don't, I don't think we really, really tap in enough with that or just really have understanding. So really learning how to like utilize our faculties that God has graced us with for sure. That's good. Uh, favorite food? Macaroni. Macaroni and cheese, yeah, <laughs> like, like creamy or um the, with the 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 crust and stuff on the top. Nah, I definitely like the crust and stuff on top, bro. Okay, definitely like put that thing in the oven, oven man. Whip it up real good, you know yeah. what I'm saying? For the show. Yeah, 100%. Okay, okay, so I think I know the answer to this. And what's your who's your favorite player? Any sport? Oh, Kobe, hundred percent. Kobe, 100%. Uh, Kobe favorite Bryant. Team. Favorite team? Any sport. 
Miami Hurricanes back in the G. But right now, I don't really have a favorite team. But Miami Hurricanes back in like 2000, 2001. Yeah, man, you got on the colors right now. Yeah, 100%. But you know, yeah. it's Jericho right here, man. It's Jericho right here. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, what was your favorite cartoon growing up? Fairy Odd Parents. Fairly Odd Parents, David. Yeah, that was sir. A crazy show. <laughs> he was futuristic, man. He was, yeah, he, he, was. was he was ahead of his time. You're right. Um, Marvel or DC? Neither. I don't really know enough about none of them. <laughs> okay. Um, and uh, what was your favorite vacation spot? I'm going to say Baltimore, man. Baltimore. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So I, I have, I've been to Baltimore, but every time I go, don't try to get in and out. Yeah, Baltimore is a dope city. Very, because I'm a creative, very, very dope. Oh, yeah. Very, very dope for creative. So, yeah. So you got music and everything, man. What is there anywhere we can go and listen to anything? I that do you have like? some. I do have like some older music on YouTube. It's under okay. Payro, just P A R O, and the track that I do have up is called Limitless. Okay. Um. Yeah. I, I got. I, I got introduced to this. I had. I got asked to be on a showcase about a year and some change ago. Um. So that's what that would be. And then the rest of my music is on SoundCloud. But I will say, just be on lookout. I got some new things coming. I've definitely been growing as a person, so therefore my music isn't the exact same of how it was, but you know, the gift and the talent is still there. That's right. Hey, that's good. I'm gonna check you out, bro. Thank you again for, for hanging out with us. Look, you with us for like almost two hours, man. <laughs> when you dive in deep, man, it's no, you know, you just go. You just go. It don't feel like it, right? It's just you just chopping it up and 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 that's uh and that's a beautiful thing, bro. I appreciate it. So yeah. look, I'm I'm having I'm I'm getting you guys on here one at a time, but then I'm I wanna get the, the tribe together and do one together with the whole tribe. That'd be dope. Yeah, let's run that. Let's run yeah. that. And I know my brothers hop on here, man. It's gonna be, you know, it's gonna be even 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 powerful, bro. Like it's everybody is really I'll say this last thing. We gotta we have an affirmation. We would say I'm a s I am a solution alone, but together we are unstoppable. Yeah. So that's really one thing that we stand on and live by, man. So I'm, I'm excited, bro. I'm excited for the yeah. future. And appreciate this opportunity again. Hey, no problem, bro. Have a, a wonderful evening. You know, God bless you. And I'm looking forward to, you know, just continuing to do things, um, partnering with you guys in the community, because that's what we we love. It's funny, look, Dream Center just popped back up. Yeah, <laughs> Always at the right time, ain't it? Hey, perfect timing, man. So, yeah, man. Hey, and and... You know, my, my grandson is here. He's with us. He's full-time. I'm grandpa daycare. Uh, so we might have to do, like, some play dates or something, man, because he's wanting some change. He'd be two in April. Um, okay. We need – we got to get him out of the house, bro. I got to get him out of the house. Yeah, I'll bet, man. Yeah, just just let me know, bro. We can definitely set something up. I know my daughter, she would definitely enjoy that. So, yeah, yeah let's where, where do, do you, it. Do you guys go to the park or anything like that? Look, I'm, I'm all still live talk, trying to – Yeah, no, nah, so sometimes we go to um, – the park is right over here near it's at the YMCA near the Walmart Grove Town. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So we actually go out there, let her run free, man. She love to be outside, so she'll just And they got stuff for like the little kids, cause the one that's over at Lady A, man, it's mainly big kids stuff that's over there. It's it's kind of for bigger kids. It's kind it of is. for bigger kids. But she just like to be in the field and run. So I get okay. a ball or something like that and she just you know what I mean, she just have fun. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. 
Okay, we have to link up then, bro, because that's definitely something that um we would love to get my grandson out and especially playing with kids. Yeah, support it. He wrestling around with me all day. It's it's not good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, brother, I'm going to shut this thing down. Everybody out there, thanks for hanging out with us. We appreciate you. Come back tomorrow. Again, this is part three of a series on the root of bitterness. Same time at 8 o'clock. Um, bring somebody with you. It's going to be good stuff, man. I'm telling you, we are we're learning a lot of stuff. And, man, you, you just don't understand um, how important it is to un- to know what's going on so that you can fix it. So, mm. on that, love y'all, and we out. Peace. Peace, bro. Have a good one. You too. It is the Papa Gift Show. This episode is brought to you by Jericho the Brand. Know your purpose, live out the dream, is to take over, make it happen. Rep your faith with us. We are Jericho.shop. Join the movement. See you there.